You're at the Coaching Inn, 3D Coaching's virtual pub where we enjoy conversations with people who are engaged in the world of coaching. Welcome to the Coaching Inn. I'm Claire Pedrick and today I'm in conversation with Lucy Bolster and Amy Bolster. Before we talk to our guests, Lucy and Amy, I want to share with you some news from 3D. I've been bothered for a long time about how inaccessible coaching supervision is to people who aren't coaching full time and are just coaching a few hours a week or even a few hours a month. Um, And also how important coaching supervision is. So having had endless conversations with various people about how to make coaching supervision affordable and accessible, huge thanks to past guests on the Coaching In podcast, Robbie Swale and Rebby Hedger. Uh, We now have gone live with a community which you can find at 3dcoaching.com slash supervision dash community. It's really affordable. It starts at £5 sterling a month. Uh, and there are different tiers depending on how much you think you're going to need supervision. And if your needs change, you can change to a different tier. It gives you access, um, the, the, the bronze, silver and gold tiers, all on the website, give you access to a different number of um, supervision encounters with me in a group, depending on what it is you need, whether you do uh, less than 50 hours coaching a year or whether you're doing probably up to about 20 hours coaching a month. Other supervision options are available with me and, of course, with other coaching supervisors. But this is a special one if you think, actually, that's something I want to do, but I don't want to spend all the money that I'm earning on coaching to do it. Uh, So check out the website. Any questions, uh, ping us an email and you and I can arrange to have a bit of a chat to see whether this might be right for you. Anyway, back to the subject of today's podcast. So... Lucy was on a masterclass uh, a few weeks ago with me and we were talking about the music of coaching and well I'll leave you to say what you said Lucy. (laughs) So um, I've been on this fantastic uh, journey of learning about being a coach and and what it means to be in a coaching posture and my daughter Amy's been in a learning zone about music at the university particularly about um, early music and she and I had this chat on the phone and I was like you're doing all the same things that I'm doing and we're learning this stuff but from completely different disciplines but there was such a lot of lovely crossover that we had a really passionate conversation and then it pinged into the masterclass because I just couldn't keep it in. (laughs) I think that's called having an insight Lucy. (laughs) (laughs) so Lucy welcome tell us about you Mm. and then tell us what you're learning about music and then we'll go back to you Lucy and find out what you're learning about coaching so Amy first Amy first yeah so hello I'm Amy um I just started my well just finished my first term at um university in Cambridge studying music um and this term we've been really drilling down into music history, particularly looking at the 1400s, 1500s. Um, So it's really early, early. 
Um, and yeah, no, it's just been super exciting. Um, I've got involved with a, a group of singers who are also really interested in um, singing all this music, which is a bit still undiscovered. Um, and a couple of the lecturers and um, professional singers who are really interested in coaching us um, and helping us approach this kind of music, which has not really been approached before. So, wow. Yeah. New territory. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. I understand it's quite improvised, Amy. That's true. Yes. Um, although we do have, so obviously you have to have written records to try and um, work out what was going on. So we do have some written records, but yeah, lots of the music from this kind of period was improvised. Um, and so I think there's de there's a definite flavour of that in everything that we find written down. Wow. So when you're doing your singing, mm. or your, I, I understand you also play weird instruments. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, personally, I don't, but... Um, Lots of people do um, vials and sack butts and all sorts of weird and wonderful things. Yeah. Wow. So when you're when you're doing your singing and people are playing their weird instruments, what does that look like? Sound like? How do you how do you bring this music out? Well, so far, I mean, <laughs> it's been quite a steep learning curve this term. So, so far, it's been a lot of sessions where there's perhaps six or seven singers sat in a circle um, going, how on earth do I do I even start with this kind of music? Um, and we'll sing a little bit, try and piece a few different parts together. Um, we work a lot with a metronome um, because without a, a really clear sort of steady pulse, there's there's no starting point for for what's going on really um so they've been quite yeah quite challenging sessions because we've had to really um go back to basics um really communicate with each other um and yeah there, there has been a little bit of guidance from the lecturers and one professional singer that we're working with in particular um, he's been really good at um, telling us how to how to learn, really. Um, but there's no there's no conductor. We're not a, we're not a professional choir, um, so it's it's been very collaborative. Yeah. Wow! I love hearing you talk about how you had to sort of throw out the the idea of how you'd learned to do music together and yes. totally discover this new collaborative well I'll, I'll try a bit of this and I'll offer this and see what happens and then we'll go this way together and and if it falls apart we'll work out how to put it back together again together it falls apart Just, a lot yeah <laughs> I love that yeah 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 that's what I really noticed as you were talking there Amy the whole thing about how do we do this together because we don't really know yeah and of course that's so much and then you said we'll try it out and and I also heard sometimes it goes horribly wrong <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and that's okay <laughs> definitely so, so it has to go wrong I think that's where we found the best learning has taken place actually when um I've gone okay so this just really isn't working uh so what do we do ah 
and you and you have to sort of try that together you you can't just rely on the conductor to to take the power and say do it like this you've got to sort of feel it a bit haven't you yeah which just yeah yeah lots of coaching analogies just (laughs) (laughs) so do I have permission to quote you in the book absolutely (laughs) that was the best sentence well you heard it here first listeners it has to go wrong that's where the best learning has taken place that is an absolute nugget Amy uh so so Lucy if you hear Amy talking about this what connections Mm. are you making um I mean for me when when I heard Amy talk about we've had to relearn how we do music how we sing together how we create this space together and that's been so much my journey of learning to be a coach and you know I I come from a speech and language therapy background and I'm trained as an ordained person so I have some people skills Um, and yet I have had to relearn a lot of those to have these kind of coaching conversations and not to not to throw everything out but to sit with them in a very different way that is all about that collaborative language that you were using Amy of we're, we're feeling our way together through this conversation and and to take off some of the hats that I was wearing previously and just be two singers if you like in a conversation or two conversationalists just sort of playing with things and tossing them about and finding space to explore the sounds that emerge um so it was a really deep rich um reflection when I was listening to Amy talk really and it's it's been lovely to see you grow you know into that and also to sort of think yeah and hear you Claire as well talking about the music of coaching of you know Sometimes it's legato, sometimes it's staccato, about pace, about um, how we really listen and look like you were showing me a picture of these medieval singers who actually tap each other on the shoulders so that they're connecting with the pulse, even whilst they're singing in different time signatures. And I was like, there's something about that in coaching where we, we want to connect enough so that we are we're keeping that pulse together mm. even if one person is thinking at 90 miles an hour and the other person is not <laughs> yeah so yeah lots of rich things really yeah and you're not changing somebody's timing no you're just making sure that you're connected mm. that tapping so you're not going go at my speed I'm guessing no, they were all tapping each other. Is that, am I remembering that right? Yeah, yeah. That's one of the really key things about this music is um, the the steady pulse just has to keep going. Um, it was music that was meant to be felt rather than, um, it, <laughs> yeah, rather than written down, really. Um, so, yeah, one part will be singing a nice, low, slow melody at the bottom of the text and maybe... Um, and then one of the top parts is very, very elaborate, very quick. Um, and they only fit together um, when they go at their separate speeds. You know, you can't sing the slow part fast because then it doesn't fit with the with the other parts. So um, you just have to keep coming back to that steady, steady pulse. And that keeps everybody bound, I suppose. Yeah. I wish we could show you that picture of them. All yeah, you know, the shoulders. Shoulders. <laughs> little picture. <laughs> 
so so the pulse isn't a, isn't at all about control it's no. about connection absolutely can you remember back to the first time you were in that room? Because you're in your first term, so I'm hoping mm. that this memory is etched in your mind. <laughs> it is. <laughs> so that first time, so none of you know what you're doing. Mm. Did you have the instrumentalists there as well with all their weird? No, it was okay. just singers. Just the singers. Just singers. So, so what was that very first encounter like when you did this weird thing? Overwhelming. Uh-huh. Um, I think I think like you were saying earlier I had to put aside my preconceived ideas of singing in a in a group singing in a choir because it's not it's not that really um and the 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 physical music looked very different to anything I'd come across before and um I was given a little tuning fork because I was really struggling even to just find my note. Yeah. Um, I was like, well, I can usually do this stuff. This is, this is what I do. I love singing. I, this is, this is something that usually comes really naturally to me. Um, but yeah, I was sat there just kind of uh, trying to, trying to keep feeling that steady pause, um, trying to hear where my part was, fitting with the other parts even though I couldn't quite make sense of it and it looked really different on the page and yeah it was overwhelming <laughs> wow um, I remember you saying something about you you don't know what it's going to sound like until you start because you haven't seen the other parts mm, absolutely because it's music that's not it's not been recorded um and the way it was originally written down was all in separate parts so you don't have um a score where you can see what everyone else is doing you just have to trust that your part will will fit in with everybody else's part um so yeah you have no idea what it's going to sound like until until you give it a go <laughs> I'll let you make the meaning from that Lucy because I saw you <laughs> both you and I just went well. yeah <laughs> <laughs> It was it was just hearing all that kind of language that I was like, yeah, that's the journey of coaching. And every conversation is unique, even if you're talking about the same stuff with different people. It sounds and feels and flows differently because the improvisation of a person's voice or a person's life experience or a person's interaction with you is always different. Um, and there's a yeah, there's a joy to that. An unexpectedness of, of it which is fun yeah and you sort of kind of said Amy <laughs> you've got to trust the process here because because each of us do the thing that's our role and it will come together and we don't know what it's going to sound like absolutely yeah <laughs> <laughs> I've yeah. written down so many notes here. We relearning <laughs> re how we create this space together. Mm. And you also said it's a conversation that's meant to be felt. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, what's again, what's particularly noticeable about this period in history is that all of the composers were singers. They weren't organists or instrumentalists, really. They were primarily singers. 
Um, so they were writing music for singers. Um, and so every every phrase has that feeling to it. Um, you, you can look at something on on a page and be like, oh, like that I can I can sing that in one breath. That was that was meant to be. Um, and because yes, but <laughs> because so much of the the music around would have been improvised as well, um, you just had to, yeah, had to have that that feeling of it really. Mm. Um, it wasn't just ah oh, notes on a page. Let's see what comes next. Um, it wasn't somebody else telling you this is how it needs to fit together. Yeah. Or, or um... yeah, I mean the composers themselves would would stand in amongst their singers and and sing with them. Um, in a you know a chapel somewhere it, it, it was very much a community um, in that respect so there's something about even the composer collaborating and composing as they go along yeah <laughs> yes I mean I love that you, obviously you did get your snobby composers who wouldn't do that <laughs> they they always appear but <laughs> but um no I think I've got that right in saying that mm. they they were just singers really co-creating yeah I love that there's something about the power dynamic that I think for me has been such a joy about coaching where you know we talked a lot in the masterclasses about this this ball of power that you're you're balancing together on the forks and you're tossing it backwards and forwards between you and making sure that nobody is it is holding it you know and, and guys and the other and it just feels like that's what I see you and hear you doing as musicians of that sort of um you know maybe you've got the tune here and now okay maybe I'm passing it over to you and you're you're following and and now we're creating this something together because it's going new because oh there's another voice that's coming and (laughs) all of that yeah just echoes I think for me what it feels like to be in a a good coaching conversation and the coach isn't the conductor because you said it's not like other choirs that I've been to. Mm, so other cho- other choirs that you've been to, I'm guessing the conductor has got a bit of a sense of the sound that they're looking for. Yes, definitely, definitely. So I'm now absolutely delighted that I've deleted that whole section of the book. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote a bit about the conductor and the orchestra and all sorts of things, and it didn't kind of quite work. And now I completely understand why it didn't work. So thank you, Amy, for that. Mm. saved us a lot of words oh well you're very welcome (laughs) and you've saved our readers from reading a thing that wasn't ever actually going to work (laughs) (laughs) so that's very handy yeah it's good it's been so rich having these conversations I love I mean I love the sort of aliveness that I that I see in using musician of this sort of learning as you go and I you know, in the masterclass is just seeing people bounce off each other and go, oh, yes, it's a bit like, and it's a bit like. And, yeah, there's a life about a healthy coaching relationship and, and sort of journey that um that is very musical, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and I think as you're speaking, Lucy, one of the things that I think I'm recognising, which I'm not sure I had clearly articulated before, is that, 
those masterclasses and in in fact like all of our of the training that you're doing with us are about you getting a felt sense of what to do mm. rather than a knowledge mm. of what to do because you know I endlessly say do less do less <laughs> do less do even less but but you're getting a felt sense aren't you which is exactly what you've just described Amy mm. Yeah, it definitely feels like that shift. And and, and the Stokers questions that, you know, you, I mean, you, I'm I'm sure you've seen this a million times with all the people that you work with, Claire, but the, the point where you're going, I need to get these in. I'm going to put these in at the beginning of every conversation because they will shape this. Da, 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 and they're great. And I use them all the time. And also they are just a tool which we can play with and create a different sort of music if we need to. They're a tuning fork. Exactly. (laughs) And sometimes you need to re-hit the tuning fork in the middle, I'm guessing, to get yourself back on track, do you, Amy? Yes, definitely. I mean, even now I still struggle getting started um, with any of these pieces. Um, But you do... At the beginning, you do have to have those uh, handles to grip onto, whether it's the Stoker's questions or um, a tuning fork or, um, for example, there are little points in the music, uh, little cadences. Um, you get to it and you're like, ha, ah, OK, we finished that section. Can take a breath. We can start the new section. <laughs> um, and you can, yeah, you learn to to spot moments you can hold on to. Um, and it's not it's not just one sort of big ah overwhelming um mess <laughs> yeah but you're not using the tuning fork are you because you're not in order because because you're not very good or because there's something wrong with you you're using the tuning fork in service of the piece that you're co-creating with your other people yeah exactly so that you're all in tune <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And there's there's a sort of I, I liked what you said about um, the cadence moment where it, there's this sort of pause. And I and I recognize that in coaching conversations where there's a ah, oh, we've we've reached a point and there's a little bit of work that has happened. And now what do we need to do next? <laughs> everybody take a communal breath yeah we've got that bit (laughs) and and it's sort of I mean I can see like you were smiling when you were saying oh yes we've got to that cadence but it sort of feels in a conversation where you'd learn to trust each other more as you're working together because ah we're in this and we're going somewhere and what's next there's there's yeah sort of a good cadence a good point of coming together enables the next bit the next bit of the conversation well (laughs) is this a conversation where I've had an insight absolutely (laughs) what insights have you had Lucy um yeah I love the thought of feeling the conversation of learning to live in the process of coaching not just do the process of coaching yeah 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 
a conversation that's meant to be felt. Mm. Mm. So what insights? Yeah, fun. <laughs> what insights have you had, Amy? And then I've got a question for you. Oh, as in insights into coaching? Or well, insights into music. I just well, any insights, just. Mm. I mean, I don't want to repeat what what you've just said, but um, it's all it's all very similar, really. Um, just having, yeah, having to really let go of what you think you know and mm. um, be open to a new process. Yeah, yeah. So here's a question: Have you done a performance yet? <laughs> Aha! Uh-huh. So we've done one, um, <laughs> which was very um, quiet and low-key, um, just in one of the college chapels. Um, a very beautiful chapel, so I enjoyed it a lot. Um, and I mean, it's all sacred music written for churches and chapels. Mm. Um, so it has a very beautiful, reverent feel about it. Um, we did, I think it was five different pieces. Um, and it, it sort of worked. It didn't fall apart, um, which is really encouraging because it, it's the sort of music where if it falls apart, it just falls apart and you sort of have to start the section again and and go from there. Um, but yeah, it felt like um, I, we'd, we got to a good point and um, we'd all stepped up to the stepped up to the performing mark. Um, and yeah, looking forward to doing more like next term, actually. We've got a couple Great. of couple of things in the diary. Um and will they sound different? I reckon so, yes. Mm-hmm. Um there are little things that we're working on, um, for example, uh pronunciation. Um, so sort of old English Latin pronunciation was very different. And um the sort of yeah the feeling of the music um still at the moment I feel like I'm holding on to the yeah. holding on to the notes a bit too much um so I think with time that will become easier um especially when you've got a lovely run of little notes they just they just ah. have to flow rather than be separate notes in themselves ah so you need to stop holding on to them and let them flow <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Uh (laughs) aha yeah yeah and it it comes with so we're all sort of stood there gripping our music thinking holding on for dear life um whereas the hope is that we'll become more and more relaxed more and more able to to um sing like soloists but in a in a group together wow I wondered and I I don't know if I don't know if I'm putting stuff on you here so forgive me if I am but I wondered whether you might even dare to step into the improvisation improvisation bit and so that really every performance is really different because you are confident enough in the team to hold it while you just add in a little extra bit and someone else will do it over here and yeah I mean later down the line yeah definitely yeah um, but but you know there are things we can add in as we go along like um for example quite often the words aren't right so we have to change them as we go along um and some some like one person might add in um a different set of words and I'll go oh I could add that to my part as well 
um, we could do a little bit of imitation back and forth. Um, so there are always little things like that, which I think will will grow and change as we go as well. Mm -hmm. So the more confident you're feeling, the more able you'll be to improvise. Absolutely. It's it's definitely a um, a certain language, a certain sound world that you can really be immersed in. Yeah. But until you're immersed in it, you sort of have no idea what you're doing. So <laughs> there's another quote for you, Claire. <laughs> until you're immersed in it, you have no idea what you're doing. <laughs> you can't pre-control, can you? Makes little note on page. <laughs> <laughs> as much as we can sit in lectures and read our books about it, um, it, it you know, it, it doesn't have that life. It doesn't have that life. Yeah, very true. Well, <laughs> I knew we were going to learn a lot this morning, but really, <laughs> thank you so very much, Amy. Oh, it's been a pleasure. It's been a real pleasure. Uh, yeah, thank you for coming to the coaching and to share your learning. And the thing that I love is when we think about coaching through the lens of something else, we can make our own meaning. And it's a much easier journey of learning, I think, than even the journey of me saying to you, Lucy, in training, well, you know, if you do this a bit less, then this might happen or the freedom of that might enable so something else to happen. But I think that all our listeners will have made their own meaning mm. from hearing your amazing story of early music. <laughs> uh, so thank you, Amy, for coming. And thank you, Lucy, for making the connection. Oh, such a joy. Thank you for the time. It's great to talk. Uh, so I'm Claire Pedrick and you've been listening to The Coaching In with Lucy Bolster and Amy Bolster. <laughs> uh, and if you want to contact Lucy and Amy, I'll put details in the show notes. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed what you've heard today, we'd love you to share the podcast with a friend or leave a comment on social media. And if you'd like to become a regular at The Coaching In, you can subscribe on Podbean and all major podcast channels. We look forward to welcoming you next time. You've been listening to The Coaching In, 3D Coaching's virtual pub. For more information, check out 3dcoaching.com.